And what we found uh, were a pattern of uh, a brain activation that's similar to what we've seen in other studies. Uh, when we show pictures of people smoking uh, to smokers uh, and compare those to uh, their brain activation response to viewing everyday activities, uh, what we see are, uh, is brain activation in, in a wide range of brain regions. Um, and these are regions that are involved in assessing um, whether uh, something in the environment is uh, potentially pleasurable or not and assessing the, the potential reward value of, of items in the environment. So uh, not surprisingly, uh, when smokers see uh, cues that remind them of smoking, it activates these, these kinds of brain regions. What we did in the study was we showed uh, smokers pictures of other people smoking uh, right after they'd had a cigarette, and then again on a separate occasion after they hadn't smoked at all for 24 hours. And what we found was that uh, when smokers had just smoked a cigarette, the pictures of other people smoking uh, didn't activate the brain nearly as much as it did uh, when those same smokers were viewing the pictures after not smoking for 24 hours. Uh, so what this means to us is that uh, the, the, the very act of quitting smoking and not smoking for a period of time uh, seems to sensitize the brain uh, to these cues and makes the brain more responsive uh, to seeing these cues. And what we think that means is that smokers, uh, because they haven't smoked a cigarette and because they're craving cigarettes, the, the reward value, the potential reward value of those cues and of smoking uh, is increased substantially. Um, and so those cues become even uh, more important and are processed uh, to, a, to a greater degree by the brain uh, of the smoker uh, when they haven't smoked compared to when they just had a cigarette. One of the areas that we found that was uh, activated by smoking cues when smokers hadn't smoked a cigarette for a day was an area called the dorsal striatum which is a brain region that sits um, very deep inside the brain. And what we know from other studies, uh, both with uh, animals uh, and also with uh, uh, human, other human neuroimaging studies, is that this brain area is really actively involved in learning and expressing highly automatized behaviors. So things that you do every day without even thinking about them. Um, and these behaviors can be triggered by cues in the environment and then automatically played out. So things like uh, riding a bike or tying your shoes or uh, uh, things you do like navigating your house uh, without even thinking about them. Those are the kinds of things that are, um, are uh, uh, um, th those are the kinds of uh, activities that the dorsal striatum controls and we saw activation of smoking cues in those areas. So what that tells us, uh, the idea behind that, and we can't say this for certain just based on this study, more work is needed, but it suggests to us that when smokers see these cues of other people smoking, when they haven't smoked in some time, it activates these uh, sort of automatized programs that leads them to uh, want to start smoking again without even having to think about it. Um, much in the way other, other kinds of behaviors are, are very much automatic when they've um, been acted out thousands of times in the past. So what this really uh, emphasizes to us is uh, something we've known for some time, but we're developing a, a greater appreciation of and a better understanding of the neural mechanisms. And that is this idea that 
uh, smoking is a, is a very uh, habitual, automatized behavior. Um, and it's controlled uh, uh, much of the time outside of smokers' conscious awareness. And so uh, when we ask smokers, when, when smokers want to quit smoking, what we think is that willpower is, is not enough. It's not enough to say, um, I, I want to stay quit um, and I'm going to do this. What we, we also have to do as clinicians um, is talk to smokers about breaking these habits. And um, we also need to work on developing new treatments uh, that can help smokers uh, break these habits. Um, and that's exactly the kind of novel treatments uh, that my colleagues and I are, are working on uh, here at Duke, is developing uh, new treatments that really address these sort of uh, habitual uh, components of cigarette smoking before someone quits smoking. Uh, we try to break that habit before they quit so that when it comes time to quit altogether, it's much easier for them to do. And we, we sort of give willpower a chance, um, which is not something that we've always done in the past by having smokers just quit cold turkey.